Yes, it's time for Doofus again. You better sit down and open up your ear holes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's time for Doofus again. Why don't you shut up and listen to the gaming? Gaming! Shut up. Alex and Darren again. They're going to hold you down and pump you full of fun now. Oh, yeah. Let's rub ourselves with gaming and fill it all. Run down our legs. <laughs> that was a mess. I can't even start the show. What are you... <laughs> do you like the new theme there? I do like the new theme. I do like the new theme. But when I can't even count down or up from one to three... One. It doesn't bode well. Two. Three. Eight. Two. Eight. No, one. hold up. Hey, go, 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 A Squad. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome to the Doofus Show number 28. I'm Alex. I'm Darren. You're Darren. And Darren, where are you? I'm in London, UK, where it's baking hot. Yeah, I'm not. I'm in Osaka, Japan, where it is muggy, humid, but chucking it down. Yeah, that's the weather report done. We always do that. It's good to have it. We went out of the way a bit quicker this time, which I like. I think that's a good thing. Surgical, isn't it? Come on in, everybody. Come on in. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, come into the waiting room. I see you've got a fever there. Kind of a little bit of one, yes. Yeah, a little bit of a brow, brow, brow fever there, you listener. Uh, and I think maybe it's just gaming ignorance. G- That's your fever. <laughs> Fignorance, we'll call it. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. Come on in. Dr. Alex will see you. I'll be the student doctor. Diagnosis, uh, one dose of doofus. Yeah, do you mind if Darren sits in with us? He's, he doesn't really know what no, he's he doing. He doesn't know what he's doing, but some notes. he's very good at uh, giving you the pill. Yes, <laughs> giving you uh, the ointment for that. Rash you've got. <laughs> ooh, just rub it in, now, nice and deep, and a suppository. Now, yeah, Doctor Alex is. Ooh, Doctor Alex is going to help you through this week. We, we've got a lot of stuff for you. We've got a heaven and hell. What's turning us on? What's turning us off? Alex has got a feature for you yes. on whether gaming is going to make us better people. Uh, online gaming, specifically. This is ooh. an idea put across by uh, Miss Jane McGonagall. Who sounds like a character out of Harry Potter, but we'll get to that later. McGonagall. McGonagall. Yeah, and then we're, we're going to tell you what we've been playing, and there's going to be loads more other fun stuff. And did you like our new theme tune? Did I like our new... Are you asking me, or are you asking the uh, gamingly ignorant list? Oh, I think I'm asking everybody. <laughs> Leave a comment. And also, Alex, tell me right away. I just did that. I don't know if we should keep it or not. I, I enjoyed it, but um, I, actually, I accidentally played it with something else, which is something we're going to get to in a minute, when I first oh, listened so you to it. haven't heard it clean. I haven't heard it clean. Right. I had cheering over the top, which I thought was quite... Quite fun, but um, not yeah, that makes sense. Maybe not the same. Maybe maybe the doofus theme we've got already. It's it's too it's canon. You yeah, know? yeah. People love it so much. We don't want to yeah, reboot. But we, I feel like we'd have to reboot the show to change it. You know, we could maybe layer in some other parts to it. Yeah. Somehow. I just kind of did it, so there it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's banish some things. Send it to hell. Now I went to the cinema the other evening. Uh, it was a balmy evening. I was quite excited. I wanted to see the new Robin Hood film. There's a new Robin Hood film? Ridley Scott. You remember Gladiator? Ooh, Riddles. Riddles. Riddles me, Scott. Now, you sent yeah, me a photo like, and you said that I would look like him one day. So I just want the pi- listeners to picture me as uh, a Riddles yeah. there. Yeah, if you add like, you know, 40 years to Alex. And some bang, more hair. Ridley Scott. <laughs> more hair. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. What happens if you grow your hair out? Do you get like a wispy cloud of hair? I, or do, I you do. Just have nothing Currently, I get a. Oh, it's a little more than just a cloud. I've still got a bit more up there than that, but I won't by the time I hit 40. Yeah, you're going to look exactly like Ridley Scott. It's going to be brilliant. Mm. Well, if you, if you do suddenly get the option to make a Robin Hood film, then I'm sure you'll do better than this. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it is a boring. It was so rubbish. Uh, they basically, they tried to make Gladiator again, but with Robin Hood. How, how does uh, that work without Joaquin? Well, the King John character is, is similarly slimy and uh, charismatic and, you know, because Joaquin was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was my favourite thing about it. The stabbing in the back bit when they're going up on, into, the, into battle. Oh, yeah, that was, 
deliciously evil yeah. of him. Not and a huge fan of the kissing and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was weird, wasn't it? It was good. Uh, anyway, so th- yeah, that's there. That's there. But Russell Crowe's in it again. Okay. And I don't know if he's got some problems or, <laughs> you know, if his car was broken into on the day, first day of filming or something and just took him off his stride. I don't know what's going on, but it's bad. Okay. But the one redeeming thing about the whole film is Russell Crowe's accent. R- that's he redeeming. No. Sorry. It's redeeming. It's redeeming in as much as it's such a boring film. Okay. I mean, it's so boring mm-hmm. that this is the accidental comic relief. Ah. Uh, he does not know where he's going. It's Irish, and then it's sort of <laughs> it's kind of cod Yorkshire, but Yorkshire as if you've just seen it written down phonetically and actually heard <laughs> anyone saying that kind of thing. And then like we're sort of like a bit of Scottish, and then oh I don't know, just sort of like weird sort of Europeany, Italiany. Australian, and then just Russell Crowe's voice when he just gets, he's, he can't be bothered. You can tell he's really struggling with it. and just to, Especially when he's really angry, it's just Russell Crowe speaking. Which I would have been fine with if you just kept it consistent. Yeah, yeah, but it I, I've got a clip of it here. Don't go and see it, it's two and a half hours long and it'll cost you like 12 oh pounds. God, okay. like that. 12 quid? But just, yeah, London. <laughs> Welcome to London. Um, yeah, so uh, listen to this, don't watch the film, but this is possibly the best uh, example. This is a speech he gives to rouse the rabbles. King does not bargain for the loyalty that every subject owes him. Without loyalty, there is no kingdom. There is nothing. I'm here to speak for Sir Walter Loxley. Speak if you must. If you're trying to build for the future, you must set your foundations strong. The laws of this land enslave people to its king. A king who demands loyalty but offers nothing in return. I have marched from France to Palestine and back. And I know in tyranny lies only failure. You build a country like you build a cathedral from the ground up. Empower every man and you will gain strength. <laughs> uh, yeah, did you get it? I did get it. Um, could you perhaps give me like a breakdown of the number of accents we we phased through there? Well, you oh. probably haven't seen the UK uh, advert for uh, somebody who's encouraging you not to drink and drive, and it's a, <laughs> uh, it's a barman, and basically he uh, reenacts all the people that you'd meet that night. You know, the kind of uh, the barman, the men telling you to drink more drinks, and then the paramedic who meets you at your car, and he changes voices. It's one of those kind of uh, uh, impressionist type chaps okay, okay. It's, it's very arresting but it does kind of seem like he's trying to sort of tell an entire story from different continents doesn't it it's like that bit in Return of the Jedi where C-3PO tells the whole story up until then <laughs> but he's switching between accents I don't know what's going on it's like he's received sort of vocal coach training for for every continent he just decided he'd learn them all in a week or something like that boldly That's and he, he came, came out with that very strange but he ends in real kind of fiddly daddly hiddly dee uh, Irish territory, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, I like it when Just people attempt that, accents because I, I struggle with it too. I mean, you know, the, there's the classic where you like try to do Welsh and you end up sounding like somebody. Oh, Pakistani, yeah. yeah, that's quite normal, isn't it? Well, I think with with Crow, yeah, I think it's just huge overconfidence. That's what it sounds oh, like to me. Yeah, I think he's a very confident man, and, he, and rightly to be. He's good. He's a good actor, but not in this. I, I only and really I like it. Just like confidential to confide on that one. That was his best. Yeah, and then he just 
for me he's just gone downhill but if I you see American Gangster okay. which is a great Ridley Scott film that's very good okay. he's very good in that I, yeah. I will but he's balls in this it's like just I don't know just waking up in a big big on a fat man's on top of you and drooling it's horrible <laughs> oh, boring oh. crap Oh, he's got your Don't pin. watch it. But what, what's your hell, Al? Uh, well, my hell is, uh, well, it's something that I've been hearing a lot, you know, as I listen to podcasts and things. It's just kind of catchphrases that come up. And one of the recent ones has been cloud computing, which annoys me particularly. And I know it's what it's called. I know what people oh, call it. Oh, the cloud. The cloud. It's not a yeah. cloud, though, is it? Our life in the cloud. But it's not a cloud. Well, it's a metaphor, isn't it? It's loads of servers. Yeah, it, it's, it? it's a server farm <laughs> in, a, in a desert, probably, and it's probably it's a massive warehouse that's chucking out loads of energy and probably making this noise. Unpleasantly <laughs> hot. You know, it's unpleasantly hot. Yeah, and maybe there's a man with a beard on one of those like little, little push scooters. Yeah, yeah. Or push. He's or, like, or, 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 like, I thought maybe you'd be have one of those single wheeled ones that you lean forward on, like you imagine. Oh, a Segway. Yeah. Or maybe Google's cloud servers, that would make sense. And then he just changed like a shorted out hard disk and then ooh, back to his pile of Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, de- <laughs> it's depressing that it's it's such a magical word. It makes you think such wonderful things. And then I was like, but it, uh, the other day I just realized that it really isn't. It sounds so magical, but no. It is like you said. The cloud. It's, it's, a it's exciting, isn't it? Our life in the clouds. You know, we won't have any, uh, any anything on our... We won't have hard disks. Mm, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like the sound of that, actually. This. No, no. I do like the the idea. I do like working uh, on Google Wave and Google Docs and all that kind of thing. I like the idea of having uh, both. Uh, yeah, but you've got to back it up. Yeah. You? I don't know what's the gaming equivalent of cloud computing. Well, Steam's going to have cloud computing. You play your games and then it saves the game on the cloud and you can log in somewhere else and play your games without it any problems there but if you're on a train then you can forget it yeah but I I think Steam still saves it locally on a single computer but uh, yeah so is that annoying you that's the kind of buzzword banding around you just don't like that's one of the buzzwords the other one that I've been hearing a lot recently is Stockholm Syndrome Stockholm Syndrome yeah that's quite popular that's the sort of thing that's kind of uh, sort of filtered down into kind of everyday language isn't it Yeah, but for some reason it's just been coming up a lot recently like I Again, it, it's American podcast to listen to, and you get the kind of feeling that there's been a documentary on it or something, and suddenly everybody's talking about it because it didn't come up two months ago, and now everything's and it's it's a clumsy metaphor because it's not really Stockholm syndrome. I think I've talked yeah. it's it's cognitive dissonance. It's justifying a decision you've made, but uh, yeah. Well, while we're on the subject, Please. I don't like it when people say Uber before a word. <sighs> they don't know what they're doing. No, it's u- it's Uber cool. You don't, you don't know what you're doing. Step down, sir, yeah. and, and get out, is what I say to them. And oh, it just makes me want to just drop my trousers in protest. Yeah, I, I, th- I think this Ooh. might be us getting old. I think that's the, dep- the other depressing side of all of this. Should you do another one? R- random. I don't like random. Ooh, oh, so, yeah, so yeah. random. That's quite a British thing. I find myself saying things like that a lot, though. I, I get my stuff like, stuck into conversational ruts or speech ruts. It's easy to do because you just reflect people. I think, and then the, uh, the things like that, they just get a life of their own. So yes, yeah, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. That's just gonna that's gonna become oversaturated and annoying. But you're the one who's brought it up first. And for that, sir, I send you to heaven. Send it to heaven. Now my heaven is simply the fact that for the first time while recording a doofus show, I should point out that I'm sat here at home in the lovely spare room that I've got, which is my office. 
Uh, but normally I'm sealed in, heater okay. on, okay. cup of tea. I can see this. All the do- all the windows are open. Fully closed. Now. I can hear. You might be able to hear children playing because there's a school around okay. the corner. I normally shut the window for better sound quality, but but you know what? You can you can shove it this week <laughs> because it is 30 degrees. Ooh. It's really nice. Yeah, it's it's just gorgeous here. The whole weekend was just barbecues and drinking. I got a little bit overexcited and uh, we went to a barbecue and we brought like lots of bottles of wine and booze and we all drank wine and beer then wine and beer and then. It was someone's birthday and we got them a bottle of champagne, but they didn't seem that fussed, so we just took it with us. We went to an Indian <laughs> and drank champagne. Then we went to the pub and had loads of wheat beer. We went from a barbecue to yeah. an Indian. Well, they'd run out of sausages. They said, don't bring your own meat, Ooh. just bring booze. We got there and it was literally like an American Christmas amount of booze just on the floor, like unopened <laughs> boxes of Carlsberg. Too many to keep cool with the available amount of buckets of water. It was just too much. I was like, oh, flipping heck. And all the food had gone within an hour. It was rubbish. I just got really drunk. <laughs> Have another couple of those. There were some conversations I was having with people where I, I just made the mental decision to keep talking because I wasn't making any sense. But I just thought if I kept talking, then maybe they might like the noise. <laughs> uh, that ties it was, it was bizarrely well into my heaven, actually. Is that right? Yeah, because I was doing that the other night in a very similar state at a bar. Um it's, this is a new local bar around the corner. I think I mentioned it last time. Was this heat-induced as well? No, no, it wasn't heat-induced, but it, it was slow gin-induced. Um, oh, because there is, that stuff's dangerous. There is a special drink that I have here, created by Marcus, uh, who's a listener to the show, who invented me the Alex, because he had a Marcus. And a, a Marcus is a tequila, a slow gin, shot on a shot, and then a dash of lemon. And mine, the Alex, is exactly the same, but a dash of lime. And it's delicious. But you can't find slow gin most places. So what I did, because I've become good friends with the guy at the bar, is I literally took in a bottle of slow gin and said, "That's mine. I'm paying for the <laughs> I'm paying for the tequila and the lime." So and you he bought said, your own booze. Yeah, and he said, "That's fine." Right. So he's filling up my glass with half and half, and I'm getting hammered. But by the end of the evening, most people were gone apart from the barman and myself, Mickey and his mum. Did he join you? He joined me, and I spent the rest right. of the night trying to talk Japanese to him. I've been there, yeah. I've watched you do that. Before. Yeah, and but but from <laughs> your angle, it's like I can speak Japanese at least to a point, apart from when the obviously confused, glazed look on my uh, listener's face, my conversation yes. partner's face. Uh, whereas As when you're actually Japanese listening to me, especially when I'm drunk, I'm not even sure what I sounded like to be honest. Well, it looks impressive. Yeah, you're right. But I've got no field. Of, I've got no frame of reference for you. But yeah. but well done for trying. All the same. So we've just been yeah. just getting drunk. Is that our heaven? Yeah, that's our heaven. <laughs> getting drunk. Uh, that's good enough for me. Yeah. What have you been playing? 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 So I suppose you should. I, I think it's customary you lead this section, Darren. Get you out. Well, of you're a bit yeah. Polite. You told me about Steam. Steam's on Mac. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Portal's free. I think I'm pretty late to the party on Portal. I don't think I should probably talk to it. Talk about it too much. Are you enjoying? But suffice it? to say, I've been playing it, and uh, just like a, a delirious, drugged gibbon, just uh, having a very, very, very fun time. I was up a bit late last night playing it as well. It's, it's, it's just you can't it's be perfect, up. It's not it? that long though. You can't be up that late, can you? Oh, it was one. You know, oh, on, okay. a, on a Sunday night. That's oh, not very good. Yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, it's great. But um, the other thing I've been playing, I, I thought I've really got. You know, when you make a, like a mixtape for somebody, yeah. and you're slightly self-conscious about just sort of saying. 
oh, I just put Queen on it. And Lady Gaga. <laughs> well, I t- when I thought of Portal, I was like, oh, I can't just have Portal. That's rubbish. Um, so my attempt at being highbrow is the fact that I've been playing uh, Super Mario RPG. Uh, the Secret of the Seven Stars, which is which one's that? Well, if, if, for anyone who's following uh, Darren's old games, this is uh, Mario, Mario okay. 147. Okay, and it, it's it's um it's a Square uh, Square Enix produced oh. uh, RPG. Yeah. Uh, it was released on the Super Nintendo, but it was never released in Europe. And this was like was back it in not? 96, I think. I yeah, it was around that time when they were pre-rendering graphics. Yeah. It was a kind of Donkey Kong rare era of the SNES. Oh, in fact, that, that was when the SNES end sort of died, wasn't it? It was all those kind of pre-rendered Yeah, well, uh, it went on games. a bit longer than that. I mean, you had Donkey Kong and, like you said, Killer Instinct, which had yeah. the pumping soundtrack oh. that for some reason at the time I thought was good. Uh, I'll have to crack that open. I've never played Killer Instinct. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't like those. I don't like those pre-rendered graphics. I didn't like them at the time either. But they're so kind of real doll-like. Yeah, they look they look quite plasticine. Yeah. Something about because they get they have to they're pre-rendered and they obviously look brilliant when they're rendered and then they <laughs> obviously compress the graphics and, and reduce the resolution. I, so you just get it just looks very uh yeah, it looks crap. You can see the design of that. <laughs> That's brilliant. Look, look how great this looks. Let's render it. Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Bang it on a cart, compress it down, reduce the number of frames of animation, and you've got some <laughs> sort of weird sub morph play animation thing. Well, anyway, apart from that, uh, it's an isometric uh, Mario RPG, and uh, it's great. It's kind of Secret of Mana-esque, with some turn-based fighting. I praise indeed. Uh, Secret of Mana-esque? Is it, yeah. it real-time? Real-time? Is it, is it turn-based strategy when you enter fights, or is it...? It's turn-based, yeah. Okay, that's more like Chrono Cross. Is that more like... Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm not an RPG... I, I, I thought this was quite entry level for me because it was a Mario one. But basically, everyone said this is like one of the best Mario games, but it never got released over here, so I managed to get hold of it. Better than and, Mario uh, 156. 156. I don't, I don't I think know that was that your one. recommendation last that? week. So. Well, oh, was that the, the art one? Yeah. Mario Painter. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at, on the list of the. If you go onto Mario Wiki, you can have a look at the chronological list of Mario games. And there's Mario teaches typing as well. Ooh. I didn't. I don't remember that. It's quite a lot of Mario art games. I, do you remember the SNES mouse? I as do. Well? I do. Yeah, lots of that. But anyway, it's better than those. Okay. It's an RPG and it's good. Do it. Play it. It's it's a lost gem. Is it on WiiWare? Mm. Uh, oh, you know, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's on Virtual Console. There, there you, you go. go. That's the one I meant. But Clearly, I'm not playing it on that. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it is. Hang on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, even better. Yeah. And you, sir, what have you been playing? Uh, well, to start, uh, I've got to thank Dan, uh, who often pre- uh, co-hosts on the show and also writes for Wired Game Life, which is where I found out about this because he wrote a piece on it. And it's a game called Time Paradox, uh, which is on free online game, Square Enix, I think, again. Ooh. Um and Hold on, a free online Square Enix game? Yes, it's a, well, it's just a Flash deal. It's not online. It's online in the sense that it's in a browser. I should have said not online, as in. Wow. It's a little. Well, if you fail to hold my attention, I can just start playing it while we're recording. Exactly. Yes, it's a playful little eight-bit thing, um, but it, it's it's a rather nice mechanic. Now, what you do is you walk through a maze, uh, and you collect the key to open door. You collect keys to open doors, and then you uh, 
because you don't have time to make it out of the level, you then have to generally enter a time paradox machine that set, resets the clock, winds everything back, but your other self is still there. And if your other self or selves see each other, it's game over and you have to try again. Ah, oh, that sounds good. So it's, well, yeah, it, that's the problem. It really does sound good. Uh, okay. Well, that appeals to me because of the portal thing. You know, the, the squealing excitement of portal yeah. when you get in a certain place and you can see yourself and then yourself and then yourself. But you can't do that. It's, like a, it's quite the opposite. A <laughs> boinging in and out of the portals and, yeah, it's good. Is it like that? Um, no. Well, the, no. The problem, it's not the problem of seeing yourself. It's not even the problem of the 30-second time limit. It's the incredibly slow speed you move at and the slightly clunky, slight clunkiness of the controls. So what you're left with is hacking your way through a maze of 30 seconds, making very little progress because it's so slow, then doing it again, and then dying somewhere near the 30th second and having to do the whole thing again. <laughs> um, so the premise is really good, and if they sped it up a little bit, because I think they're thinking it's that make that 30 seconds play into it, like to really, like you're going to be pushing it to make it to whatever goal you've got in those 30 seconds. Okay. Um, but what it actually turns into is you're walking too slowly for it to feel responsive. And it doesn't add so to the puzzle, it just adds to the speed, the frustration of it moving around in the world. That's very accurate again. You're very good at giving accurate descriptions. Slightly boring, why but why accurate. Why, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, it's just not worth playing. Yeah. Well, it, you know, this is... Okay, so this is a free small flash game by Square Enix. This is seems unusual to me. Is this related to another big release? Oh, I don't know. Is this a new fashion that they're starting? Oh, or, like, or what? I think or what? they're just playing around with it, honestly, in this case. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't... Maybe yeah, yeah, maybe right. something more is going to come from it. Maybe it's a proof of concept for something bigger. It certainly has the feel yeah. of something that could move the DS or something. It could just be a... Hey, hey, have I got time for another one? Yeah, yeah. Dark Void Zero. Ooh, yes. I wrote a review of that today. Yeah. Because that's on... Can you play that on Flash as well? You can play that on your... You can play it on a PC. You can buy it. It's not free anywhere. You can buy yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it's magnificent. Really enjoying that one. Uh, slightly annoying mechanics in it. I won't go into detail, but you can't crouch and fire. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's, it's a little bit like Turrican. You're playing this on your... I'm playing on my DS XL. DS XL, wonderful. Which is a bit like a George Foreman grill, but it's also a game games console. It's just massive. <laughs> uh, it'd be good to combine the two things, wouldn't it? Maybe the 3D yeah, S yeah. will actually be that. The the, the Foreman grill of DSs, all, all yeah, the fat exactly, running yeah. down into the speaker holes. I don't know where you've got this 3D idea. It's a grill. It's also <laughs> a games console. Three grill S. <laughs> Everybody's got exactly. That. Yeah. Ideal for the fatter game. But yeah, no, I'm enjoying Dark Void. Did you like it? I did. I really. Uh, I it's, it's a bit shit on the iPhone touch controls, but apart from that. Oh, iPhone touch controls, yeah, dear me. Yeah. yeah. The virtual D, D pads. There's got to be a law passed. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm hoping now that we've got um, uh, political stability in the country again now or, or something resembling <laughs> that, we'll, yeah. that, we'll finally pass the law to outlaw virtual D-pads they, and... They probably could have... One party could have probably swung it with that simple... Like, they could, couldn't yeah. they? They could have dropped that in their manifesto at the end. No. Couldn't they? I think the Labour could have swung it back again if Gordon had just done that, you know, that weird mouth-breathing thing. <laughs> and just went, I can't stand the uh, the virtual D-pad. I mean, up to jump games. Just just don't work. Don't work. Yeah. Whose fault is that? Is that Susan's? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that. <laughs> 
Um, I've been playing some other games too. Brush, rush through them quick. I, I played the demo for Rocket Knight Adventure. Rocket Knight Adventure is uh, was that Treasure? So is this is an old Konami, Mega Drive game. Konami. It was an old Mega Konami, Drive game. Konami. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was very good as well. It was very good, and and this is very good, but it, it loses a lot of its charm by being. Have they made it into 3D? They well, they've made it into 3D graphics. <laughs> Or is it good because it's 3D? It, 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 no, it's not good because it's 3D. It's good because it's good. And it's, oh, okay. the 3D adds nothing to it. You can bounce around and fly around and it all works very nicely and it's a bit of fun. Um, not sure I'm going to buy it, but I enjoyed the demo and it was a fair bit of game. So worth a look. What platform is this on, sir? It's on the 360 and the PS3 and probably... I've got a feeling it's also on PC but I might be wrong. Damn. Well, I'd like to play that. So you, you, you're not convinced to buy it, but you enjoy the demo. I enjoyed the demo a lot. And uh, the reason I'm not convinced to buy it is because I really don't need any games at the moment. If I had time and I was like, ooh, what do I want to pick up? I would probably would, actually. But I've got enough on. And online games can only go down. It's not like it's going to get harder to find. So decided to so hold You're going to have to cut back on the online games when you get back into England, Alex. Uh, you know, you're coming back near the end of the year, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Uh, yeah, you're going to bring all your consoles back? Are they going to work? Yes, yes. Put them in here yes. and find out that they don't work? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> they're, they're not going to work. No, they, they will work. I just have to buy new Transformers for them. So, yeah. we did it last week. Yes. We're doing it again this week. Okay. Well, Alex needs to be eased into the bath. It's very hot. You can't just yeah, sort of jump in. Yeah. You'll give yourself a shock. Uh, of coming back to the UK. UK listeners, if you do want to send in anything that can you feel is quintessentially British and that will help Alex acclimatise himself, leave a comment on the podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, just kind of g- give us a link. Um, now, I've brought the Daily Star. Uh, oh, God. So, <laughs> okay. this is kind of even more gu- gutter than the, than the sun last time. Okay. Now, did you know, Alex, that Ronan Keating is now Ronan Cheating? I did. He cheated on his wife. He cheated on his, he cheated wife. on his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was the other day. So Ronan in love plea. Devastated Ronan Keating made a desperate bid to save his marriage by performing a love song for his scorned wife. The tearful star sang an unplanned version of the hit If Tomorrow Never Comes at a gig in Zurich to beg wife Yvonne to forgive him for his fling with sexy dancer uh, Francine Cornell. Was that, so, was, sorry, was his wife named Yvonne or wifey Vaughn? I... Wife Yvonne. <laughs> yeah, she. He's married to a, a Russian, uh, you know, Cossack dancer called Vaughn. Wonderful. <laughs> That's no, what uh, colour than yeah, I was expecting from the man. He's be. naughty. Mark Owen's naughty as well. Mark Owen cheated on his wife. Mark All Owen. the nice '90s boys have cheated on their wife. <sighs> Ronan Keating and Mark Owen. They, they, weren't they the sort of the you know butter wouldn't melt, uh, charming boy band members? I, I don't know. Ronan Keating always had a. He's Irish. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, we 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 know about. Now he's Irish a bad boy. He could have been ways. Robin Hood, I suppose. Yeah, he would have sounded the same. <laughs> yeah, at least consistently odd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now there's another page in here which is just when people send in text messages to papers, which I don't understand. It's like a really, really like slow to update message board <laughs> that people only read for one day. Yeah. Uh, so let me just pick uh, a random text. People are just. Texting in, nothing at all. Uh, Welcome to the slow okay. part of the podcast, people. Yeah, I can't find the red. They're very poor. Highlight depends, uh, Darren. <laughs> this is, 
Yeah, no, they're all very poor. Let's all rally round Ronan Keating. The poor fella's close to meltdown. I thought his wife was the victim. Get a backbone, Ronan. Hang on, is this, of... is this one comment? Because that's incredibly inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, 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 this isn't it. Let's all rally round Ronan Keating. The poor fella's close to meltdown. Exclamation mark. Stop, if this is a telegram. I thought his wife was the victim. Get a backbone, Ronan. Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> Somebody had a personality switch halfway through that. Maybe it was a couple yeah. trying to save money on a text message and then you melted oh, down. Oh, yeah, sharing it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then, then the name is Mosaic. Oh, there you go. That makes yeah, sense then, suddenly. That's some sort of... Yeah. Uh, Francine Cornwall didn't wreck Ronan's marriage. Ronan wrecked Ronan's marriage. Who, that's from Honest John. Who in Cornwall didn't wreck? Uh, no, no, this is, the, uh, this is the sexy dancer. She's okay. called Cornell. Oh, okay. You know, the star doesn't have as many funny stories as the sun. I'm going to look through while we're talking. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get you some While we're on it, I'll, I'll hit a, just a couple more games we can play, and I'll give you a second for that. I've been playing iHobo, which is uh, yes. a homeless Tamagotchi. Homeless guy Tamagotchi, basically. <laughs> on the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's obviously to raise social awareness. It, you, you take care of a homeless person. Is like, it, though? Is it, though? Because isn't oh. it just sort of like if you don't feed them or... If you give them money, they spend it on crack and then they die or something Yeah, like that. yeah. And if you feed them, then they're okay for a little while. And if you give them a sleeping bag, then they die in a sleeping bag rather than not in a sleeping bag. The real problem is, is that there's no way... You just forget about it. I mean, there's nobody who's that involved <laughs> with... So he just dies while you're... Uh, I don't know, watching a movie. Well, this this was just happened to my. This is what happened to my Tamagotchi. We went to see one of the remakes of Star Wars when they were, or the remasters of Star Wars when they were in cinemas. When I came back out, and my Tamagotchi was covered in its own shit and died that evening. Um, it was quite dramatic, wasn't it? Because you'd looked after that Tamagotchi for weeks. Yeah, really carefully. Really carefully yeah. at school and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then you took it in a film yeah. and then in a two-hour two period, not a long film. Shat itself to death. In its own, yeah, it's done enough poos that it just drowned, drowned in its own digital pot. Not a good way to go, it. really. It was quite funny, though. Yeah. It, and then that's it, isn't it? You, is that it? That's the end of the Tamagotchi, isn't it? You can't reset it. I probably could have worked out a way, but I didn't really want yeah. to. It was a bit of a disheartening experience. But you I couldn't help yourself with it. iHobo has so a very similar kind of vibe, apart from... Apart from the fact he doesn't die in his own poop, he dies from overdoses and the like, and being too cold. Excuse the uh, the uh, uh, ambulance there that was going to rescue an iHobo that had died. <laughs> so, did you take any uh, moral message from iHobo? Because there's, that kind of bothers me about iHobo. I don't. I don't, really I don't think there's a moral message there. I, I think. I think there's something. Oh, is it meant? Oh, I suppose it could be. Is it a charity thing? Yeah. No, they can ask you to donate. Um, that seems like they're just. You know, well, that's the, the least they could do to wash their hands of any guilt on the matter. It's better value than um, big issue, I suppose. Yeah. For the majority of yeah. stories, isn't it? Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's you know, it, it's a laugh for five minutes, and then you forget about it, and it, it, he's dead. And it's depressing for two seconds, and then you uninstall it and never worry about the uh, dead guy in a hoodie on your iPhone again. Could you have like a real? I sound pretty. I, w- I want to point out. I sound pretty heartless. <laughs> I realise that. Well, that's it, the thing it's, about it. Yeah. Isn't it? it does. It's, it's it's like you know the middle class scoffing at the uh, the, I, the 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 proles. Yeah, I really don't. It's it's an awful thing. But it's just. I, it's a very strange. The ways you have of helping are so unhelpful that he's destined to yes destined die in his own poop like my Tamagotchi. Is that its own tragedy in itself? Yeah, do you think? Is yeah. That kind of like a 
the, the structure they were hoping you follow. It's like all we well, could maybe do. Maybe there could be like a real one where you go around and actually take pictures of actual homeless people's faces and you have to collect as many as possible. I'm not, don't think that's better, actually. Because it will make you mix with them. It would, it would. And talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know any more than that. I, and you know, you, you could, you know, like guess who, but you have to collect well, them. Well, I, th I think the other problem with it is that it, it's quite an attractive looking homeless person. Yeah, he's kind of like a urban kid, isn't yeah, he? Hoodie, yeah, yeah. You know? He's more of a sort of uh, a firework-throwing chav than a homeless person, now, for what I've seen. I went to Lancaster University, and there was this homeless guy who used to sit on a, on a bench, and he was there every day when I went rowing, every day when I came back from rowing, and then most evenings he was on this same bench. He was a big guy, about 18 coats on, and a great big beard, and he reminded me of my dad. And he had far <laughs> more impact than iHobo has had on me. I wanted to take him home yeah. and give him a bath. I wanted to scrub him clean and give him a meal. Then kick him back out on the street because I was a student. I couldn't keep him. I don't think we approve of, of iHobo here at Duke. Not it gets, really. It gets the thumbs down. It does. I, I wouldn't recommend yeah, not it. Done that before. It's it's, a, no. it's an interesting concept. Uh, <laughs> Just leave it. At yeah. Darren, you know the whole Activision Infinity Ward thing that's been going on? The I am gripped about our regular news article yeah. about Activision and whatever that name is that you just yes. said, I can't remember. So I am gripped. I can't wait. Every two weeks, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And here I am again on the edge of my seat. What's going on? What is going on? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be a bit of an empty I'm news segment without you... it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you took it upon yourself to actually still report. We haven't forgotten. No. We... Here's a regular report. We... Should we do it again? Just to just to clarify. Nothing, Nothing happened. happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Not at all. Everything's Nothing. fine. Carry on. Well, so it's what's happening is happening, and it's still happening, but nothing happened that we care about or know about. So It's going to be a long journey, isn't it? Are we, should we literally report on it all the time? I think we should. Didn't you say it's going to be 10 years? Uh, probably something like I think it's two years till they can discuss the NBA. NBA? Is that the right word? It sounds uh, like basketball. The non-disclosure. Oh, NDA. NDA. Because yeah. it just sounds like NBA. basketball. Uh, NBA That's jam. jam yeah, yeah. That's a type of jam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Yeah, so we're going to talk about it for the next 10, 10, maybe 11 years. But what we do know is that when it's sorted out, somebody's going to get a lot of money. It's either going to be Activision or the people at Infinity Ward or Respawn. And they're going to take us out. And they're going to take us out. Wine and dine us. Yes. Hey, are you at the kind of level now where, you know, you review games for uh, Bitmob and uh, game people? Is that right? Uh, I, well, I don't really review games. I, I, I post stuff on Bitmob on occasion, and sometimes that... You know, sometimes that gets promoted to the front page, like the stuff Dan does is also. Um, yeah. But yeah, the game. So people. how soon is it going to be mm -hmm. before you know a software house comes along and goes, "Hey, look, we've got you know enduro racer cows, and we want you to you know play with the cows, and, and let's take you out for some drinks and a slap up dinner." And they kind yeah. of you know yeah. butter yeah. you up, yeah. into giving them a good review. I like that, that's got to happen soon. It, uh, <laughs> If the meal's good enough, that's not a problem. As long as it's better than I hobo, I think that might have to be my cutoff point. Yeah, yeah, they just take you. They walk you to Pret and buy you a sandwich. Ooh, that wouldn't be too bad. I wouldn't mind a Pret Manger sandwich. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, you man, you've been out of the country too long. They're not that good. Oh, have they changed? They were they were pretty good when I left. Uh, they're kind of wet, wet and cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 
I'll make you a better sandwich. Yeah. Okay, that would be good. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what's going on there. Yeah. With with the whole. Yes. Well, yeah. you actually, I, I was trying to be really cleverly segue there at one point, um, and my segue was meant to go quite happily to the fact that there's a lot something else that's going to be a lot of money. Oh yeah. But uh, and that is Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, which is Rockstar's new game. Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, it's a cowboy shooter set set in about 1911, so the end of the old West. But reports have it at co uh, the development cost at being between 80 and 100 million dollars. And I got this news on Kotaku to be a bit more sensible about the way I report these things. But 80 that to 100 million. What are they spending? That on is a lot. Of, I think pizza. Are they buying the whole Wild West? Well, they must, yeah. Scanning it. <laughs> Maybe it's not really a game. Maybe they just like paid a lot of people. They've all got cameras behind them. And you're, like, streaming. Maybe it's like it's actually just city slickers and you can just sort of go on that holiday. That it's not a game. Might be a bet. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. That is an insane amount of money. Is it like Grand Theft Auto but in the Wild West? Yes. That sounds good. Yeah, no, it's meant to be very good. It's doing very, very well at review. But that, that is... I, I don't know how I feel about that much being money being spent on it. I mean, I suppose I feel now, the same about Is it the voice movies. talent? Because that's where a lot of money probably went on GTA. Um, I, well, they, the, the, well, this is one of the big things. There was a whole problem with that. The guy who played Nico Bellic, whose name I have sadly forgotten, uh, actually okay. tried to sue or take them to court for more money because they, they just get a flat fee. It's not based this on the This is one of the characters in the... Yes, the lead character. In, no, the lead character in, Red, in Grand Theft Auto 4. So they right. have played a fairly fat, flat rate, which is not that high. I mean, you know, it's not low for the amount of work he does, uh, for the amount of ta not talent, for the amount of experience the guy has. But still, it was not in any way related to the profits of the game. He wanted a slice of the GTA pie. Yes, he did. But they're not offering that. So it just seems, I don't know, it seems like a risk to be spending that much on an... It, it's, this is the most expensive game single game made to date that so the reports say um, and uh, I'm, I, it's very strange to me that they do it on such a I don't know a stylized title I suppose yeah yeah I'd be interested to know where it goes but I'm also very excited to play that that sounds yeah. good yeah you just have to buy is it that out soon it's then? out already it's out already if I can do it yeah but then again you can't that's, play that's it always what happens it. isn't yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now, Red Dead... Oh, this is... Uh, I've got to stop trying to segue. This is the simple fact of it, because I'm either not very good at it and they sound quite ham-fisted, but what I was going to say is another thing... Red Dead Redemption is made in the West, which means Capcom right. won't be going to them to help them develop any new IPs, because Rockstar's based in the West, and Capcom, uh, somewhat devastated by its lack of uh, success with the recent Dark Void not Dark Void Zero, which is very good, and uh, mm -hmm. Bionic Commando, which were both Western-developed games, um, they just decided that they're going to take a bit more control over stuff that happens outside of Japan. Does that mean they're just going to be more hands-on and these teams are still going to exist? Or well, it sounds more like they're not. going to develop stuff more in-house and then outsource more sections to the West. So yes, like okay. you say, more hands-on. It doesn't sound like they're swearing off the talent. I think it's just that I don't know. I think if they put phrased it differently, because uh, I'm trying to remember what the other president's name is. Iwata? I think that's his name. Somebody yes. will tell me. Um, I'm sure. Uh, was saying, in some ways, the reverse, which was we have to develop, we have to uh, embrace Western games, because that is the way of the future. And if we're left behind, we're going to be in trouble. Um, 
But then this article came out separately from another executive there saying uh, we were a bit unimpressed with the results of our previous collaborations. So, yes. Well, but I heard Bionic Commando was good. Or are they just talking about shifting cold, hard units? I think they're talking about shifting cold, hard units. And I don't think you heard Bionic Commando was good. I think you heard Bionic Commando rearmed was good. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. Rearmed. Yeah. Uh, Rearmed. Uh, exactly. Arms, because he's got arms. Yeah, he's got arms. Right. He's really stretchy. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm happy with uh, uh, things staying more Japanese for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's an interesting move just to say it out loud. I I think it's more down to Capcom, not uh, maybe the way who Capcom outsourced to and. Uh, yeah, the properties they gave them, and yes, maybe just a lack of control yeah. in unproven. Slightly knee jerky after so few titles, though. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, when you're talking about, it. and it is, you know, it's still a lot of development time, isn't it? Yeah. You're probably talking a few years here. Yeah, well, Dark Void was in development for a long, long time. In fact, I think it was kicked around a couple of develop uh, publishers as well in that time. To be fair to it, but and am I right in thinking that the eight bit? joke Dark Void Zero is better than Dark oh, Void. Oh, much. Much, much, much better. <laughs> <laughs> and having completed both, like I can it. say that for absolute sure. <laughs> I did like the Zero one. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's next in the news? Feed me, feed me. Uh, an E3 rumour coming. A couple of E3 rumours in there. Several oh, it's that time again. Yeah, it's coming up next month. Um, and the PSP2 might be there. And rumour has it, and this comes from a what? CVG, oh, good old CVG, if you remember them. I remember them. Yeah. They're a website yeah. now, aren't they? The rumour says quad-core CPU and a touchscreen. Oh, I love touchscreens, as we'd already established. Yeah. Um, it's PSP Go. No. PSP2. PSP2, separate, P different. PSP Go is just another PSP. Yes. I know I never understand this, but what what, what was it? Now it's now, now it's dead or whatever. <laughs> what was it? Well, you know what it, it is, posthumously? It, it had a hard drive in it. Uh, in, right. Uh, which it was smaller. It was smaller, had a hard drive in it, and no way to play discs, uh, which could have been could have worked if it wasn't for the fact that you could put big-ass memory sticks in your normal PSP uh, for less money and still play discs. It, it, yeah. It was a mess. It just didn't. It just wasn't different enough. Yes. Sorry to lament that fact, but I'm just. I, I thought at the time this isn't different. And you were and right. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else thought that too, and it was a mess. So this new one, uh, it's going to be speedy and pokey. Speedy, pokey, possibly all downloadable. That's another rumor that's been floating around. Yeah, that would make sense. But whether it'll be there, we don't know. It's all a bit Ooh. up in the air. But that's a proper rumor. Be... But it's an interesting one. It's going to be a nice contrast because I take it we're going to see the 3DS at E3 or yeah. at least this year, aren't we? Yeah. And we already pretty much know what that's going to be like, mm. uh, and the kind of the difference between the performance and the kind of, for one of a better word, novelty aspect to the three, uh, 3DS. Mm. You know, they're really diverging, aren't they? These two platforms, where once they did seem to be sort of competing. I think the the 3DS is a completely different beast. I think they were just once both perceived as competing because they were both handhelds. I think they both always yeah. aimed for very different markets, but now that is established, that difference. There's no, there's no hope of them sharing titles anymore, that's no, for sure. No, <laughs> That would be a mess, I'm sure. I mean, Grand Theft Auto apparently worked well on both, but... Um, yeah, so yeah oh, Grand Theft Auto, of course. Well, I, I really want a 3DS. I just, I just know it's going to be brilliant fun. <laughs> and it's going to be some crazy Mario game on there. Yeah. We're all going to get virtual, uh, virtual boy um, nostalgia again. Yay! Well, that would be interesting. 
I, I played one. Not good. Not worth doing. Not uh, worth a big red headache is what yeah, I heard. Yeah, I think yeah. that was me who said that too. Mm-hmm. Um, the last bit of news this week that we have, yeah. that, you have se- that you selected from the short list. Don't sound so surprised. <laughs> from the short list. I've already heard this it, already. Is it Natal? Or natal, I still can't decide. Uh, it's going to cost, might cost, and this is a rumour from one up, is going to cost about 200 bucks or about 130 quid. How much? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well. You could buy a 3DS for that, potentially. Well, th- th- there's a strong chance that this is with a bundle with the Xbox packaged. Maybe that's the way they're going on it. Maybe there's a, uh, they're dropping the price of the Xbox yet again and bundling it in. But if this is the price of the unit itself, then uh, I don't know. That seems like they might be setting themselves up for a fall because that is a lot of money for a single attachment. Yeah, they can get knotted, frankly. Well, it would in fact be have some kind of parity with the PlayStation one because the PlayStation thing is going to need um, multiple oh, controllers for each person. Do they have the a name for that? Move. I don't know. The what? Move. The move? Yeah. <laughs> it, it went through, okay, it went through a it. number of names, which is the problem. Um, right, right, right. So, um, I think it was the move. Yeah, it was the move they ended on. Uh, and that's go. But for, like a Wii, you're going to need a separate controller for every player. So, yes. very Well, this makes my um, Motion Plus annoyance at the price seem petty. Yes, <laughs> it does. But I do think you're ripped off for that over there as well, which is a separate. Yeah, thing. thirty quid. Yeah, it's a f- it's seven quid here, Des. Yeah, have you played the one where you fly around the island? No, oh, that's good. I haven't got it. Yeah, I played it non-stop for about three days. Well. I had to stop. <laughs> yeah, that sounds unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit like Pilot Wings. But anyways, yeah, I, I can imagine them pushing it into that kind of. I can imagine them pulling it off uh, for a little bit with. If they had one killer game, they're going to sell it towards the end of the year at that high price and then it'll take a steep nosedive next year or be bundled with it. And yeah, after Christmas. Bang. Try and recoup some money on it now with the people who were definitely going to buy it, whether it's, you know, £150 or not. And then, yeah, as you say, bang, it's just bundled with the console. Well, I, it's a good I was just looking at the rumour again. It, it does say for the peripheral, but now I think about it, it, it sounds like maybe they got that price and it's for the system. I, th- I would say that's probably for the system with Natal. Would be my oh, guess. Okay. Well, no, that would be my guess. If that price is true, if that rumor bears out, it would be completely um, contrary to what Xbox or what Microsoft were planning, which was a low pl- price point. They were stripping features out and chips and all sorts to try and keep the price, try and make it affordable. So m- it's at that price. It's just to me that it would be the two together. But I could very easily be wrong because that's me speculating on a rumor. So is this a thing that you hold, or is this the thing where it just knows where you're ahead? You don't your hold anything. And stuff See, this is again like the, this is the physical version of the touch. touch yeah, the touch D-pad, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of just it, impactless, uh, unsatisfying interaction. Now flail, man, flail. Exactly. Yeah. Play the drums, but just kind of sort of hurt your elbows <laughs> by stopping in midair. Yeah. And yeah, and punch, but then just give yourself that sort of tearing injury just sort of beneath the elbow where you kind of lurch out too far and it doesn't yeah, really it doesn't really like you've done anything bad it just kind of aches i feel like it's compounding my uh, uh retro snobism maybe you know? yeah yeah i can imagine that actually it would be uh i like buttons yeah buttons are good though i'm sure there'll be fun games on it and everything but i'm not yeah 
it's just going to have to create new genres, I suppose. Yeah. You're just not you're not going to be able to just you know have a version of Street Fighter that works without a pad. Well, I w- because it's just I would usually take confidence in the idea that um, everybody. Or rather, not everybody. <laughs> everybody has better ideas than me. I was going to say, um, everybody, everybody, everybody who's employed in this field has better ideas than me on how to use this. But then I look at something like the Virtual Boy, and I think maybe they don't, <laughs> uh, and that worries me. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, there's a lot. Of, the, there's been a lot of things where just games companies got it wrong. I mean, like the, the launch of the PS3 and stuff like that. PSP I think it's Go. Be a bit wobbly. Yeah, PSP Go, there we had it, yeah. I think it could be a bit wobbly in terms of good and bad. Yeah, so we'll uh, see, we'll see. It's, uh... Nintendo are the ones who hold back and make sure it's right. Well, and then don't release any games yeah, for you. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> feature. Feature time, it's feature time, it's feature time, it's feature time. Unfortunately, the best part is the music at the start. This came, this was a couple of months ago, actually, but Jane McGonagall gave a talk at, 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 okay. a talk at TED. It sounds like she's talking to a guy, just lecturing him. But um, Talking at Ted. No, that's right, you can say that. Okay. That's normal. He was talking at Ted. And um, she put across this idea that online gaming can make us a better, make the, uh, the world better, which is a strange concept to think of. But basically it was based, the crux of it is that it's based on um, the amount of hours people pour into games and how driven they are to achieve things within the game. Oh, what, like Farmville? Uh, well, yes. She, I mean, she used the example of World of Warcraft because that actually encourages more direct interaction with people. Okay, and, the and I- that's kind of quite achievement-based. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, and the idea is focusing that, well, focusing that energy. And it's, there's a lot to it. It's about... Because I initially heard this idea. I read it, and I think when I originally read about it, I missed the online part of it. And, I was think- and the idea is that people are better people in a game world they act less yeah, okay. selfishly and be, they work together to achieve more because there is a more easily seen or more a, a more fastly realized reward and also more encouragement to work together towards that reward and a fair kind of distribution of that reward once it's achieved that was me saying reward a lot in one sentence no, that makes sense. Okay. So what are we thinking? Are we thinking remote control robots <laughs> controlled by nerds? No, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they clean up the oil? Is that what it is? Is that kind of thing? It's similar. Uh, well, the actual... They have produced... It's impossible, obviously, but... They have produced three games. Um, she works at the Institute for the Future, which okay. as, as a game designer. And it's a non-profit organisation. And they've designed three games, one of which only recently started, which is called Evoke. And the concept okay. of these games is that they set tasks and you uh, achieve, by satisfying tasks, you get achievements, essentially. Um, and they're real-world problems, and they, the idea is to get, uh, get people together, to work together creatively, collaboratively, towards solving real-world problems. Um, the clearest example, which was the first game they came up with, which was just a slightly more focused thing, is a world without oil. And the idea was that you come up with solutions for how you would cope, um, it sets, gives you a world map of or a world map. It gives you a map of America, and tells you the situation in each area, and you're meant to deal with it. And what they found was the ways people came up with of avoiding using oil and the solutions to the problems they found in the game, they carried over into the real world to save money okay. on oil price. So it had a kind of knock-on effect into the real world. But they also came up with a number of interesting kind of solutions. Now I actually had a look at Evoke today. And 
currently I think it's a bit flawed in actually encouraging people to do it. I mean, it, it still looks like quite a lot of work just to get into, which I think is something that is something they're going to have to work on because games like World of Warcraft start very slow and introduce you in a far less, and this is how it goes, way. They build you up yes. and experience, give you experience, and you level up that way. But the concept is intriguing. Yeah, kind of gaming for 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 a reason. Gaming gaming is a little bit of a job in a way. Yeah, I mean, the, the, again, it's World of Warcraft. They they total number of hours spent in World of Warcraft by people is, and this is scary, 5.93 million hours spent in World of Warcraft oh, since what? it Did launched. I do that? <laughs> Just you. I spent that long in it? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> um, but people... That's just a, an insane amount of time to spend on anything. And the idea is also that um, a lot of children now, the average child, spends about 10,000 hours playing games before they finish high school, which is the okay. equivalent of like five years of perfect attendance at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's channel this. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's four. The, 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 I'll tell you the four key tenets to the idea, I suppose. One of which is uh, urgent optimism, which is okay. tackling a problem with the idea of success. Which the idea is in a game, you are more driven to succeed at a problem because you feel that you are able to solve it. Problems are given in small incremental chunks that you know you can cope with. Exactly. You know there's going to be a tangible reward. You're not just going to grind pointlessly for ages. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, the contrast in real life, people get overwhelmed and just stopped functioning, basically, when faced with a problem that seems insurmountable. And things aren't as cut and dry and simple and you don't get, like, a, a red cloak for helping someone across the street. Exactly. <laughs> that would be cool. How many how many people do you have helped across the street for that? Oh, be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but then again, you know, you'd probably also have to kick somebody else into traffic to get, like, the purple cape. Yeah, that's where yeah things start to blur yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and become difficult. So, what is she proposing? Well, that, well, uh, that's one of the that's one of the tenants. The next one, uh, social fabric. People get better after. Oh, people like people better after playing together, mm-hmm. even if they get their ass handed to them. Yes, because there's a lot of uh, you mean the, the kind of teenage hate at the world thing. Yeah, channeled in a in a constructive way. I, your anger and your disillusionment. Pointed at the game, you realise you're all in the same boat. And I think that's the one that possibly holds the most benefits if people aren't going out and <laughs> making friends normally. <laughs> then the idea yes. that there's a shared experience that can bring us close together is possibly the most easy to grasp on. Could we fit running machines also for people who play World of Warcraft to kind of generate some 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 electricity? Could we do that? Possibly. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't yeah. It? But that makes sense. Although we are starting to get into sort of human body farms yeah, in the start of the sure Matrix here, aren't we? Yeah, like cloud wow farming. Put them all yeah, in a great exactly. big Although cloud server farm. If we are going to exploit any gaming group, it's going to be World of Warcraft, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. They we harvest some of their organs they're not going to use? <laughs> yeah, well, they don't need... What don't they need? Oh, they probably don't need both their lungs, do they? No. It's probably quite shallow shallow breathing they're shallow doing. Breathing and, uh, yeah. I suppose if you just... Um, you could just—I suppose—they're not just going to drink water, are they? I was going to say you could take out a kidney if you like 
control their no, diet. No, they probably drink a lot of Dr. Yeah. Pepper and, and, and oh. Cheetos or something like that. Yeah, but we could take a lot of them. They're human hair, they're maybe one eye. Yeah. You don't really need depth perception no, when you're looking at a screen, do you? Um, yeah, they don't need all that stuff. Hmm. Um, one more, or two more actually, but blissful productivity. Do you think, uh, can you, <laughs> any idea what they mean by that? Because it's a fun one. Well, it's kind of enjoying your work in yeah. a way. Is that the kind of, uh, again, I'm thinking of the sort of farming games. Exactly, yeah. Sort of it, it, it's Enjoying some kind of, just the animation of some turnips growing. <laughs> well, yeah, it, you know it's, it's also the realisation that um, people in, people are working when they relax. You know, people enjoy being productive when they've got free time. It's not just like people yes. want to sit and do nothing. And if you can channel yes. that. The mental, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sort of uh, not identifying being productive with work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is, 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 is how to enjoy your job when you're doing something that you love and it doesn't feel like work. Exactly, which is um, why I write. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, if we can get people doing this. So what is her aim here? Uh, is she going to enslave you, us all? You keep coming in game? before we finish these. Oh, no. I want to know. <laughs> Epic meaning is the final part, which is awe-inspiring missions and tasks. And the idea is these all combine to form super-empowered, hopeful individuals. Uh, but they only, unfortunately, at the moment, they only feel they can change virtual worlds. So this does come to your point, or, or your question, yeah. which is... If we can make a virtual world that tackles real-life problems and get these people to collaborate, then maybe there'll be yeah. some actual solutions. And they, with uh, World Without Water, they made first steps in this. Now, the latest one, Evoke, which you can go and check it out. Um, if you just type Evoke into Google, I think it's Evoke Unity is the actual full URL, EvokeUnity.com. Okay, Evoke Unity. Um, then it's it gets you dealing with a lot of different issues in Africa which is kind of dealing with water shortages political situations and um, food shortages and the like okay and they're giving information about the problems being faced and every and this is my biggest problem with the game at the moment is that it's at eight o'clock I think it's eight o'clock on Wednesdays the group comes together they unite to try and pool knowledge to come up with solutions to the problems. Now, people okay. can post the whole time in the interim, obviously, but the uh, the main solution time is then, which That's very interesting. is a bit less piecemeal than I think it needs to be to really get people collaborating because people have to be able to do it when they feel it. But it's a really interesting concept. And having gone in sceptical, I kind of see where she's going. Mm. Is there any way of channeling me playing Portal into something useful for the world? No, maybe. It's worth a go. I'll keep. Yeah. I'll keep. I'll keep. Again, going as I said before, I trust that people far more intelligent than me are working on these things. <laughs> <laughs> there is that uh, site where uh, there are so many uh, photographs taken by, I think, Hubble, the Hubble Telescope, mm. um, that to identify sort of new galaxies and uh, new uh, star systems and things like that. Uh, they are enlisting just people to help. I uh, sort of go through these pictures by hand because computers can't <laughs> identify certain things how many times a day do they go oh my god an alien <laughs> <laughs> well basically if you discover something you can get it named after you and uh huge huge numbers of people are going on the site and sort of you know checking photographs becoming part of the social community naming you know asteroids and moons and things like that and uh yeah it's taken off massively so that's proper you know that's the kind of crowdsourcing thing yeah but uh 
yeah, people, you're right. People like to be industrious if they don't personally define it as their job or their work. Something about it's like the it cloud paying going your bills that makes you not want to do it. Yeah, that's true. But it's a bit like the cloud going both ways now. Not just a server farm, but there's, you know, farming people's time. But, you know, if it's towards a good cause. Well, you know, if it's transparent, you know what you're doing, then you know what you're doing. Well, Farmville, I don't think people know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm at work and I'm playing Farmville at lunchtime. <laughs> well, it's like and Vic, when I went into Vicky this, is tired. I went in yeah. incredibly sceptical because I, I thought it was tied in because Robert Ashley, life well wasted guy, um, was mentioning how in a game he does all these good things and he's so much of a better person. And I thought, well, yeah, but there's a real tangible reward to that that can't be replicated but the more I listen to uh, Jay McGonagall and I recommend you go and listen to that lecture on, on, on Ted um, she actually made a very convincing argument for basically tricking people into giving their time and while I don't think her solutions are ideal I do think they're a good step to an idea for to be taken off and worked on into something that could work I, I wouldn't mind being tricked well, into doing something good with my life. It's the opposite of iHobo here, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, well, why trick? I mean, you know, people get a warm, fuzzy glow from giving to charity. Why not combine playing a good game with, yeah. you know, some kind of real wor world worth and um, result? Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, Robot police. I, I just hope there are no griefers on there. You know what that's like. <laughs> Uh, people's what? coming in and autumn, you know, fucking it up because they think it's fun. Trolls, I suppose, is the. Oh yeah. yes, is that flamers? Is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. You've been flamed. Yeah. Mm. Do you get flamed on Doofus? Do you get comments? Um, call you in no, well, I had one for full, the Fallout review once, and uh, then yeah. I had a nasty link. Call you a douchebag. No, he just was going off how he liked the first two <laughs> games more than the third one, and then there was the guy that linked to me. Uh, about the Wario World Review when I said it was for 12-year-old boys, even though nobody else had played it, which I thought was very <laughs> funny. Yeah, a lot of die-hard Wario fans out there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You, didn't, you haven't been called an epic douche or anything? No, like that. no, not yet. I, I quite, I, I'd quite like that. I'd probably get more traffic. Maybe I should start Here you go. If you it. have been too shy to post on the Doofus uh, forum before, yeah. show your appreciation by just saying epic douche. Yeah. In fact, I would love yeah, a stream of just everybody who listens to this. Just put douche in the comments because we love um, you know the word douche i really don't <laughs> hate it no that's another annoying one but anyway the grumpy men uh have, 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 have done their um gesticulating about the world of gaming this is us yes we have gaming theory <laughs> yeah so uh i hope you've enjoyed you first this time since i should plug my writings and stuff yeah um, plug forth on game people .co.uk. I'm still posting some stuff on playdevil.com and obviously doofus.net. But if you've got some free time and you want to go outside the doofus comfort zone, um, on Game Ooh. People there are a couple of other really good writers that I'd recommend you go and look through. I particularly like Mark Chapman, who's the um, story gamer on there. Uh, so he's worth checking out. And of course, follow me on doofus. Dot, uh, on Twitter, at doofus. Shit! It's like he's just bobbing out into sea, isn't it? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> just a dot on the horizon. Well, well I've got to, I've got no, to tell people that's why this is here. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the hour mark into the show. <laughs> well, yeah. If, if people can, if people get to this point, I assume they probably also enjoy my writing. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, 
that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. So That's come back two weeks' time, more weeks. of the old same, Indeed. and I'll have my old games. Don't Yay. worry about that. And we'll change the theme tune back to how it was. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go back to how it was now. And it's underneath us. Yes. Can you hear it? Yeah, bubbling away. Yeah. Everybody, you're cured. You know everything there is to know about gaming for this week. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.